0: Oh, isn't that lovely? 29 minutes away from 2 o'clock. Now, here's another bit of music that I'm sure you will recognise very easily. Of course, that is the theme of uh, our wonderful uh, festival state uh, reputation that's being uh, really, really hunkered down at the moment with the wonderful Cabaret Festival. It's in full swing, been going for two weeks, one week to go. It's the world's biggest Cabaret Festival, of course, and uh, this year it's been enjoying the work of more than 300 artists from all over the globe. Including a heap of premieres. Now, we've got a couple of special guests with us this afternoon. Ebony Bott is the uh, festival's executive producer. She's with me. Hello, Ebony. How are you?
1: Hello. How are you going? I'm well.
0: Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, nice to see you looking wide awake because you've ha- had uh, two weeks of very late nights, I would have thought. It's
1: true. The days are very long but there's enough, um, I don't know, There's a- it's adrenaline we all run on it. It's just yeah, the best. It's yeah. the best. You work for months in the lead up and then it gets here and you just want to soak it up as much as you can. The
0: best three weeks. And, of course, we also have one of the performers himself, Trevor Jones, classic cabaret performer. You're hosting the, the nightly piano bar at the Festival Centre. I'm glad to see you're awake too. Uh, it's been You're a looking very weekend. well, actually, oh, given that the late you. night. Thank you. No,
2: it's been a big weekend and a big two weekends, but it's my favourite time of year to come here for the Cabaret Festival. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So many great performers and so many performers and so many wonderful audience members, you know, people that come to the piano bar just to hang out and listen to some songs and request things and get rowdy. It's such a beautiful time, so it's a joy to be here. Thanks for having me today. Here, here's a
0: little sample of what you hear when you rock up to one of uh, Trevor's... Uh, and and have, have a have a wee bourbon or something with Trevor at the bar. <laughs>
2: Center, boarded a plane, touched down in the land out the tail to blues, in the middle of the pouring rain. Double
0: your for the
2: Won't you Next look down here, over me.
1: me? I think I'm going to break. In I in got a home.
2: first, <laughs> last ticket. Feel free. <laughs> I'm as blue
1: as a boy can be
2: when I was. In oh, where are my backing vocalists? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fantastic, mate. Uh, oh, wow. You know, it really, it, 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 it's all about cabaret, isn't it? That just captures
2: it, doesn't it? It really is, and mm. people love that engagement. People love being there and just getting involved and, you know, having a great time hearing the songs they want to hear, and... The other thing I love about being in the piano bar is I get to play rock, pop, I get to play music theatre. We had a whole show tune Sunday yesterday that was all musical theatre, playing things ranging from... Cole Porter right up to really modern musicals, um, jazz, are getting special guests from all over the festival and all over Adelaide as well. Mm. It's mm. such a great time. It's
0: great stuff, isn't it? Um, Ebony, this is your first year as the executive producer. Yes, it is. Have you had a nervous breakdown yet?
1: No. No, <laughs> no I haven't. But I tell you, um, every day is a, is a learning and it's, it's really great to come into it and see... Just how well supported and loved this mm. festival is—it's absolutely blown me away.
0: One of the things that uh, is amazing about Adelaide being the festival state or South Australia being the festival state is we continue to, play, you know, set records almost every year, oh. and I'm sure we're doing it the same with the the uh, this this festival uh, because it's got a reputation around the world, hasn't
1: it? Yes, it has, and it's it's really unique in that it is. You know, well, especially back this year, but all centred in one area. So you, it's a, it's an experience. It's not you're not just coming to see a show. We're asking you to, you know, envelop yourself into the cabaret world. So you will see Trevor in the piano bar. You'll see, you know, you can come to a talk and hear some, you know, history of cabaret from New York in in the across the seventies and eighties. Or then you can go into a small, intimate performance with 120 people, then, you know, be in the festival theatre with 2,000 people. Mm. So you're seeing the full range and you're immersing yourself in something and and think, you know, it's a vibe and it sounds a lot like Cabaret from start to finish. And
0: you look at the figures this year, uh, look at the mm. breakdown of artists and, uh, and and shows, we've had, uh, you know, quite a substantial handful of premieres.
1: Yes, and, and one of the things that Ali realised just before we... Ali McGregor, our artistic director, mm. that we actually not on purpose but ended up having quite a few from here mm. um on the weekend we just had libby odonovan premiere her new work uh, the worst woman in sydney
0: <laughs> we had libby in last week talking oh, of course, about it you and did, yes. was it a scream
1: it was fantastic, <laughs> and then Libby went on to uh, host our backstage club this last weekend gone and if you can if if your listeners can get the, uh, their hands on a ticket to the backstage club, you never know what you're going to get, especially with libby O'Donovan um, but on Saturday night we ended up having. Becky Cole, get up yeah, and sing with her, yeah. and Becky Cole's mother got oh, up really? and sung at yeah, 75, yeah. amazing pipes. And then Tim Minchin rocked up. So we had this, you just never know what you're going to get. And that sort of is what happens at the Cabaret Festival. You've got to be there yeah. and just don't just yeah. come and see a show, but stay for a few hours and, and chance upon something else.
0: Yeah, It's the old, uh, you know, cliche, do you want fries with that? You always get fries yeah. with something at the Cabaret, so don't true. you?
1: you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> but
0: healthier than fries. Yeah. You always get something extra. Yeah. yeah, it really
1: is. And this weekend we have Michaela Berger's uh, premiering a new show um, which is called...
2: A Migrant Son. Thanks
1: for jumping in there. It's <laughs> <laughs> so all
2: right, I'm mildly obsessed with Michaela. Yeah. I've memorised everything about Quite her.
1: Quite amazing. Yeah, so from around the world this week, we just we just did the world premiere of Joey Arias' new work. Mm-hmm. He's from New a big New York cabaret star. So... The, the number of premieres and Australian premieres, but also we produce, the Cabaret Festival looks out around and I was said, going to say,
0: you actually had three of your own shows co- commissioned by by the festival. Correct, yeah. yes.
1: So one of them was Ali McGregor's Sumak. Sumac, yeah. which was just exquisite. I'm sure that show will have a long life. It, you couldn't get a ticket on the weekend. Word spread really quickly, and it was so great to see that audience supported that work. Um... Emma Sumak. Um in the first weekend one of the highlights was M Rashiano, which it was great to see some young Um, So a a much younger audience at the Cabaret Festival for that, M. Rashiano's Difficult Woman. That was one of our commissions. And the other one is this weekend, which is Queen Kong, which is Yana Alana, who is a Helpman Award-winning cabaret performer who has been at many cabaret festivals. Mm -hmm. I think her first one might have been 2006, and we are now commissioning her new work, which is Queen Kong.
0: So what will I see in that if I come along to Queen Kong?
1: Well, she's (laughs) quite political, actually, uh, yeah. Sarah Ward is the artist, and it's she is she's had this alter ego uh, cabaret performer called Yana Alana, who's a bit of a narcissist. And now, what we what what the world is being introduced to with Queen Kong is Yana Alana's alter ego, which is <laughs> which is Queen Kong, who's like a demigod. Oh, and, okay. um, and so it's like Yana Alana's become enlightened, and um, she's wanting to share that with the world. So. Uh, it, it's going to be a trilogy and just like Star Wars, she's starting with episode 2. Yes, so yes, it's yes. episode 2 of, of Queen Kong and the Homo Sapiens. I think there's one song that is... That,
0: <laughs> no, no, that, sapiens. That, <laughs> yeah, it says it all, doesn't it really? Yeah,
1: th- I think there's a song in there that's titled, I come from a UFO, you come from a DFO. <laughs> <So> anyway, <laughs> anyway, I think we're in for a bit of a treat.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a, a lot of fun. Ali McGregor, she's uh, the artistic director, as you said. It's the first year solo, isn't it? she's done two other festivals but first yes. year solo yes and final year
1: actually and final year yes. her uh, last
0: year so yes. she's going out with a bang we mm. had Ali in a couple of weeks ago and mm. uh, she said she was finding it actually easier being solo yep. not, not, having, <laughs> not having to to uh, you know keep on elbowing Eddie perfect and saying get out of my way <laughs> what's that been like for you to to actually um, Uh, executive produce, Mm. you know, the artistic director.
1: Yes. Well, she's got a very um, fixed vision for the festival and I think that any producer worth their salt just tries to facilitate that vision as much as they can within the framework that the festival provides. Um, It was a really quick... I started at the beginning of the year, so we were about uh, half programmed or maybe just a bit more than that. So it was really trying to establish... How to make the rest of it happen, mm, and and, mm. and her and I go really well together. It's been a really it's been a joy to work with her.
0: Deep end territory for you,
1: yeah, it has <laughs> been. It really has been. Um, but I I I previously was at, at Art Centre Melbourne, and I think that many art centres across the world uh, function very similarly. So I at least have a bit of I could quickly hit the ground and mm, and see mm. what had to happen and and make it happen. But I, I do need to say that I think the way Adelaide embraces uh, the You know, their festivals is something that is so unique to this great state.
0: It truly is, and it's been happening for decades, and that's the amazing part. And Mm. and they just keep on growing and growing. The other thing too is uh, what we've got to keep on reminding ourselves as locals is the amount of international and interstate guests or or, uh, people that actually come to 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 see these performances. Mm. And they, you know, they don't come just for the performance. Mm. They're spending money in the hotels, their accommodation. They're heading Mm. out to the wineries. They're touring around. Uh, We shouldn't underestimate the power. That,
1: should we no and you know i met this group of people on the weekend who used to go to europe there's 40 of them as a, as a fr- big um friendship group and now they don't go to europe they come to the festival they come, they come to, come, adelaide. That they come to adelaide that is fantastic I, I just i just wanted to like put these people in my handbag and say just <laughs> can i just like, you are the spokespeople for this and there's 40 and, of them yeah and they come wow. every year instead of going to europe I, that's pretty phenomenal. That is, isn't yeah. it? That's amazing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Well, well that's
1: actually I, how I one. came
2: to the festival the first time. A group of friends of mine that all get together and come to the Cabaret Festival every year, and I came with them as a, as a punter the year that Bernadette Peters was playing in 2009. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, you've got to come to this. Mm-hmm. And I think at, at its peak there's been a group of 25 of us that have travelled over from Melbourne. So oh. did you just come as a uh, not as a performer the first year? The first time I came yeah. was just as a punter, just to see the shows particularly, to see Bernadette Peters. Um, mm. That was when David Campbell was artistic director, yes, yeah. and uh, I was just blown away. And I was, de- I was, I, de- I was determined. I, I, that, I said to my friends, "I'm going to play at that Cabaret Festival. This I'm, is for me. I, <laughs> <laughs> is
0: these for me. are my people." And you've been playing ever since. Not quite.
2: not, well, not, not ever since. No, this but, is my fourth year. Fourth year. year? Yeah. So I think uh, 2015. Would that be right? 2015 was my first year, mm-hmm. and that year I just played in the middle weekend. So it was just as they. Um, that was the year that they decided to try something a bit new with the late-night entertainment mm. by having mm. um, by having the backstage club separate from the piano bar. So it was an interesting thing, Divide, where some people wanted just to sit and listen and really enjoy the late-night variety, perf- uh, variety of performances, which is what the backstage club give them, mm. and some want the rowdy bar yeah. experience, which mm. is what I give them in the piano mm. bar. Mm. So it's been really great. So
0: you d- deliver on that rowdy, disrespectful... Uh, at times. Act, do at,
2: okay. look, at times. Sometimes it's all very... <laughs> sedate and lovely. <laughs> Yesterday afternoon for show Tune Sunday I was saying to Ebony it was, because we were on 4.45 till 7, it was, mm. it was almost a late afternoon slot. A lot of people just came and sat and enjoyed as though it was a concert um, which was quite lovely actually. I yeah, just got it? to sing all my favourite show tunes for mm. them. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. Uh, we're talking about uh, the Adelaide Cabaret Festival. If you've been to any shows uh, or if you've got some coming up you're excited about, give us a call. We'd love to uh, hear your uh, your experience. 8223 0000. 14 minutes away from two and we've got uh, Ebony Bott with us who's the Cabaret Festival executive producer and we've also got Trevor Jones who's a, a classic performer. There you go. You like that description? A classic, a classic performer. performer. A classic <laughs> cabaret <laughs> performer.
2: Uh, Makes me feel you, a little elderly you but a that's okay the classics i oh, yeah. I'll sing anything, You'll sing anything. I'll <laughs> sing anything if people request it, I'll sing it. Why does that not surprise?
0: Me, <laughs> Why does that not surprise me um, uh, ebony th- this year has been uh, rather different too because it's the first year we've had the festival centre. Mm open without uh, too much scaffolding around it. There's still a little bit uh, of scaffolding. Has that made a difference?
1: Yeah, it has. Look, it's um, it was something that for us, we are the first cabra- uh, festival in the Festival Centre's suite of um, uh, festivals to be using that new mm. Northern Promenade, which yeah. connects King William Road and connects the Festival Theatre shell, right to through to the Drama shell, we call it, which is Dunstan Playhouse in mm. the Space Theatre. And so... Coming into the festival with planning, I very much looked at how could we get people engaged and and learning that you know it's now we now are mm. open for business.
0: So for those who aren't familiar, it's the riverside. Yes, we actually walk along the riverside now to get which over was to a the huge uh, point Gunston of the redevelopment mm. to
1: turn that around mm. to face the water. You know, this
0: is one of my pet hates. I have been complaining ever since I've been in Adelaide for the last thirty odd years. We've always turned our back on the river. The mm-hmm. river is our biggest asset. Mm. Now we're finally realizing that that's the side we should be uh, facing. It's we should true. be standing out there on the balcony, looking over the beautiful river, the beautiful lake up to the the oval and you know Montefiore Hill and everywhere else.
1: and it is so beautiful out there so we've put we've put the winter garden in our terrace area, which is where the old amphitheater was, yep. and um put some fire pits and put the food trucks around there. We've been a little bit unlucky with the rain, but I just love that people are still out there. We've got heated marquees, there's two of them along the walkway, mm-hmm. and um There is a real Winter Garden vibe. We've got the airbenders playing live jazz. We've had them out outside and people have stood around the fire and and listened and grabbed some gosame and grabbed a uh, vegan kebab and and listened. And and we've got it lit up with a beautiful canopy of lights across that walkway and it feels really very much... um, We've been learning a lot from how the audience are using the space and, again... You know, it is it is winter. We are the festival in the middle yeah, of winter yep. and people are still embracing that, which is really great. I think that precinct, you know, I think it's been so great to see the development being put into that precinct because... Over the next, you know, five to ten years, it'll right. only grow. Oh yeah, when, the, when so the casino cu- is,
0: is done and the other tower and yeah. Parliament House and so forth, yep. it is going to be magnificent. Yeah, exactly. Really... it been a bit of a it's been a bit of a blot on on the horizon there the the, the 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 plaza there for quite mm. some time, but that's all uh, under review. Yes, being done and
1: um and you know people are finding their way. They're learning the Convention Centre car park is there. There's the Hindley Street Wilson's car park, and there's we've got discount offers, and it's it's been really great to see that people are you know, recognising that we're open for business and coming back out
0: under one a, roof. Yeah, under one roof, that mm. you don't have to, you know, it's not all spread all over the place like last year. Have you noticed a difference uh, or any trends as far as the audience's age is concerned? Quite often, I think, mm. uh, for quite a few years there, we had the Cabaret Festival being a bit... Uh, uh, not. People weren't quite sure what demographic mm. it was designed for. Do you, have yeah. you noticed any, any different trends?
1: Look, I I'm looking forward to the analysis at the end of this because I, what what my responses to you are really anecdotal of being in the foyers and and different shows attract different mm, different course, yeah. people. Mm. But I do find it quite amazing to see that shows that I would have pitched for a 30-year-old we are seeing, you know, 55 plus yeah. in there mm. and having the time of their lives. I think um I think it's cabaret itself is a genre that is so accessible to Mm. everybody. So I feel like it's a bit premature for me to answer that question, but I am looking forward to seeing it. We definitely have um, the majority of the audience would sit at around 50-plus at this point. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, interesting. It will be interesting to see the Mm. breakdown. Now, Trevor... um Your other life. We've got to go down this path. Your other life. life. Your real life. The one that pays the bills probably. (laughs) You're a lecturer in musical theatre at the Queensland Conservatorium. (laughs) That's right. I have a serious academic career as well, apparently. What's going on here?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Apparently I'm not just all jazz hands (laughs) and fun times. Yeah, yeah, no, I've been teaching at the Queensland Conservatorium now for a year and a half. I moved to Brisbane a year and a half ago after teaching at the Victorian College of the Arts in their music theatre department for quite some time. Um, Finishing a PhD at the moment, um, so doing some research in how to coach opera singers to sing musical theatre, but uh-huh. it's always very practical for me. How to coach opera singers to sing musical theatre? Yeah, that's right. that's right. I've worked right. with a number of singers and come up with some ideas and uh, am in the process of writing that at the moment, actually I've got it all set up in my hotel room and I'm meant to be writing it at the moment. <laughs> um, send supplies. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's my academic career and I do a lot of um, advocacy for Australian musical theatre as well, a lot of publishing through the the conversation, which is an amazing website, yes. um academic website f- about news stories, yeah. um, to really try to build momentum around Australian musicals and to build that conversation about how we can develop our own our own product. Well, how can we do that then? Oh, look, that's a very tough question because uh, there's this real it. it My theory at the moment is that a lot of it's about adaptation, about building like Muriel's wedding that was on in Sydney earlier in the year is such a great example it's a collaboration between a local theatre company um, and a major corporate producer uh, Global Creatures as well as an adaptation of a known product they did a lot of things very smartly by bringing in a name like Kate Miller-Hydeke to write Mm. the music Um, so it's about playing it smart and building things like that so that then the public trusts Australian product Um, and you know, it's been a really interesting. South Australian Opera have done, uh, State Opera of South Australia have done some similar things yes, as well yes. with mm. Cloud Street. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of really interesting things happening around the country and I think it's at that point where it's just starting to bubble away and people are going to start really taking notes. So we
0: need to identify the brand, establish the brand and then have it accepted.
2: Exactly. Mm. So at mm. the moment I know um, James Miller and Peter Rutherford are doing an adaptation of The Dressmaker for Monash University at Mel- in Melbourne. Oh, excellent. And yeah. some yeah. of it too is about celebrating our previous Australian Australian products, you know, shows that got that one season and have been forgotten a little bit. So in some ways, you know, b- brand new day is something that needs to come mm. back. Mm. Um, some of the Nick Enright musicals, that just embracing Australian product and finding producers brave enough to, to take it on board. Mm. Yeah, you yeah. press my academic. Yeah, there it, there
0: it is. Finding the producers brave enough to take it on board, but they're starting. They're starting to recognise it. and
2: finding the yeah. audiences brave enough to take a punt.
0: Mm. 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 Well, this is a classic example. There's a great, great, great city.
2: Oh, there's to try so out much in. going bigger, on here. Adelaide audiences just get behind it, which is awesome.
0: Mm. Yeah. What, uh, what's the highlight coming up? Uh, we've got one week left on the, uh, on the Cabaret Festival. Ebony, what's, yeah, uh, what's so, your highlight? Well,
1: I mentioned Queen Kong, which I think is one to look yeah. out for. On Thursday night, we have Patti LuPone. And she is the grand dame of Broadway. I am so excited. I'm, um, yeah, I'm beside
2: myself really with excitement that I'm going to be in the same building as Patty LaPone. Yeah. She's the queen.
1: I, yeah, did, I had did. a bit of a fangirl moment with her on uh, Saturday when I picked her up. Um, so, And then on Saturday night, we have a very special night. It's Winter Solstice. It's our closing gala. Um, it's it's Ali's final um, hurrah at this festival. And she's put together a very, very special night. It's songs that, that speak to the soul with Winter Solstice and... Um, that, that will lead into our backstage club, which is where we'll announce our new artistic director on oh, Saturday night. Any hints? exciting. No. Come on, give no. us the
2: drop. Give us the drop.
1: I can't give you the drop. Oh,
2: okay. The other one I'm really excited about is John Cameron Mitchell on yes. Friday night. John Cameron Mitchell wrote Hedwig and the Angry Inch, which is such a cult musical and movie, um, and is an amazing theatre maker and filmmaker and just artist and just having him here again it's kind of like having patty lapone like yeah, this, yeah, this little yeah. buzz around the building just that john cameron mitchell's in the same building as us
3: yeah
0: hey um uh, carol has called in from semaphore park hi carol
3: hi how's going
0: I'm i'm well thanks for hanging on
3: oh that's fine and what an exciting program still to come i'm looking forward to going to see patty but Um, I'm interested in the last one as well. But what I'm most interested in is the access to the festival. Um, I'm elderly and so is my friend Mm. and we come up by train. And so can we get into the theatre from the back of the station like we used to or do we have to walk all the way around?
1: Yes. So, um, from the train station, there are lifts near the convention centre that take you down to the level um, to right. access the Dunstan Playhouse end. Um, right. Yes. Otherwise, you can depends on what your access. I mean, and how far you can walk, or if you're okay. in a wheelchair. But
3: no, we're not in wheelchairs. But but one there
1: of is us lift access. Yes. Wall right then. Yes. Oh, that's excellent. And that's and what it. I suggest you do is is call out our box office and and they're really helpful. We can make sure that um, you know that you've got the exact instructions that you need. Oh,
3: look, we're always up there. Just that this year we've had a bit of a, a slump, and so we're mm-hmm. looking forward to several uh, adventures uh, starting with the end of the cabaret. But we're coming to see Sumi Joe and and uh, which is not anything to do with the cabaret but we're looking forward to be in the festival again. Fantastic, fantastic. Carol.
0: You have a wonderful You're night, won't you? And the good, the good news is, yeah, you won't have to go all the way around Parliament House. You can mm. get the lifts and mm. uh, it'll take you out on that level. Hey, listen, guys, thank you so much for coming in. Um, thank you. Uh, thank have, you. Have a, have a great uh, great week for the rest Thanks. of the week. Yes. And um, uh, we'll tick all the boxes because, uh, you know, the sales have been absolutely fantastic. And listen, uh, look, we'll, we'll get you to take us out a little bit, uh, Trevor. <laughs> all right, uh, Here's a little bit of... Uh, yeah, you can sing along. Here we
3: go. <laughs> oh
2: Where are you getting this material? Don't ask. There ain't nothing like the kisses <laughs> Robert Jane and princess I'm gonna hit some Hong Kong mattress